gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara, and joining me as always, playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hello there. And playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. When last we left our heroes, they had arrived at the Eye of the Storm. I can't not talk. I'm amazed that you went that long without letting people know you were here. (laughs) Yeah. It would be weird because I have to engage in the wrap up in yeah. the yeah yeah. Actually, that's what I was gonna say. Is there is a lot of stuff that happens. I kind of want to wrap it up together. Yeah, I get exhausted by recapping what happened yeah. in the previous episode. Okay, so you arrived at the eye of wait, the wait, storm. Can you reintroduce me and I'll say hello. This is all part of the intro. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, okay. bad news. This is all part of the intro. Okay, <laughs> Jessica, you do it this time. Oh, welcome to Spout Lore. As always, playing Tacoma Dome. The Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Playing the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hey. What's the next thing I say? When last we left our heroes, oh, cool, cool, they cool. were in some hot shit. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I didn't think about until just now? When last we left our heroes is probably well known by our listeners as a thing that I say. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. At this point. Holy shit. It's a staple of our podcast. It's now. also, st- it's a staple of fantasy. I did not come up with when last we left our heroes, but I like saying it a lot. No. The original fantasy writer of all time came up with it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the big man upstairs. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, yeah. When last we left our heroes, they'd arrived at the eye of the storm. They ended the previous episode had found an entryway into the pillar, finding a very recently dead Bullywug who had apparently been killed by a Thunderbird, mortally wounded before dragging itself into the pillar itself. And after fucking up quite a lot at first, for sure, the party was alerted to a very much alive Bullywug in a corner rooting around in some garbage. Disrespectfully rummaging. Disrespectfully rummaging. What happened next? I found a fancy knife and then Tuck took it. And that's fine. He deserved it. <laughs> Describe the knife. What was the knife like? The knife was in a leather thing. A uh, baggie. What do you call them? A, a baggie. baggie. No, sword baggie. Knife baggie. A dagger baggie. Yeah. What are they called? Dagger sheath. baggie. Sheath. Leather sheath? Yeah. Sheath. Wow, we dove on Fuck. Jessica for saying baggie. <laughs> 
It's, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's self-conscious that we know the words and you are cool and don't know no, the words. No, I don't. I just, I just, gl- it's like when I read and it's a word I don't understand, just glaze over <laughs> yeah. Every word I don't understand is just the word pudding. <laughs> I replace it with pudding. Anyway, on the leather was a moon symbol embossed. And when you open, like pull the dagger out, it's bright like the moon. And we discovered something about the architecture. It's a prison. Yeah. It's a prison. It appeared yeah. to be built as a prison. There's spiral stairs that lead all the way down. Mm-hmm. And on the walls are, or were, like engravings mm-hmm. that we can't read anymore just due to age. Mm-hmm. And we determined that the only reason anyone would break into a place that looked like a prison is to break something out. Yeah. Paul. On to Paul. What happened next? Wait, we were on the big platform. Chimes woke up and told us the history of what this place was. Mm-hmm. That it was the, the tomb uh and jail of his grieving and slash dead wife mm-hmm. who was uh, the moon goddess and lost her mind when they lost their son rian and was imprisoned at the bottom of this of this place and would be very dangerous to be let out mm-hmm. in her state mm-hmm. what happened next we started going down the stairs mm-hmm. and as we were descending billy turned into a flower boy he started, yeah, blossoming more flowers in his hair, kind of reverting to his spiritual self. And we realized that the further down we went, the closer to the spirit realm we became, which was dangerous for Billy. And it's also dangerous for Vane, because it makes it harder for him to shapeshift. It made it dangerous for the axe, because Larry, Terry, and Chad are... They're... They become closer to the aspect of the truest aspect of rock. So they start leaving the axe if we go too far down. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't even know where Perel was or what was happening. So Billy used his magic and sent a pulse through all of the dripping water and felt Perel. And then when he was going to reach out to him, he realized that something was wrong with Perel mm-hmm. and that it was bad Perel mm-hmm. and that. The piss monster had taken over Perel's body. And was surrounded by frogs. And he was, he, oh, yeah. he was surrounded by bullywogs. Yeah. And they were doing something mm-hmm. at the bottom of the pillar. Uh, and after determining that, the party came up with a plan in which Billy and Shimes would go to the top of the pillar with Tuck's axe, open a hole in the ceiling, and Ving, atop his thunderbird, would call a bolt of lightning, which we determined is pure magic this close to the eye of the storm, into the tower to lead to a separation of Perel and the water monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same as it was in the season two finale. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we dunked Billy in the pool mm-hmm. and the magic of the pool drew out the water monster. Yes. And Tuck's role in this is grab <clears throat> Perel. Mm-hmm. Once that separation occurs grab Perel and fucking beat feet. Yeah. Yeah. And Billy's role in it is to go up top with chimes and uh, smash an opening in the top of the pillar with... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tuck gave chimes his axe. Yeah, with the axe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that the storm can enter. Yeah. And so that Ving and the Thunderbird can come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you outfitted yourselves with ancient equipment from an offering room in the tomb, which chimes was not psyched about, but understands the necessity of... Mm-hmm. And then we had a very sad and heartfelt goodbye, temporarily, as everybody went to their part of the plan. Tuck descended the stairs into darkness. Yep. On some level, it was a uh, if I die kind of goodbye. Yeah. I'm not going to die. Nah. Yeah, I told, I told these guys I wasn't going to die. Might die. 
I might die. <laughs> we told you you were not going to die. Yeah. Great. And that is where we uh, we come into the action. Billy and Ving exit onto the wooden wastes. The st- yeah. Huffing and puffing because mm-hmm. we're no time to lose. Mm-hmm. The rain is lashing you. Yeah. Whatever. Let's just. Where's the bird? Ving's trying to call the bird. Bring yeah. the bird. Let's have the bird. Uh-huh. Just, sorry, sometimes he's late. Just hold his hand. <laughs> he holds his arm up. Where are you? Land here, buddy. I got a little mouse for you. Usually uh, comes right away. Hey, Paul slash Ving. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What would being this close to the roost of the king of the Thunderbirds do to your Thunderbird? It would make him obedient to the the king of the Thunderbirds. Ooh. Wow. So I think he can't get out of that pecking order. Yeah. I think you look through the eyes of your Thunderbird and before you is the king of Thunderbirds. Like you're staring up this enormous specimen. What does it look like? I was going to say, because yours is so dark, I kind of wanted the king to be white. Wow. Like white feathers. Like Gandalf the White. Like Gandalf yeah. the White. Cool, yeah. That makes sense because anything yeah. superior is white. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what I was thinking was... Go- Sean, <laughs> be careful. Oh, no, my biases. <laughs> They're leaking into reality. Um, uh, He's got a big comb on the top of his head. A bigger cool. comb and um, a longer tail, very long tail. Ooh. And... um. Yeah, all white and and very very powerful giant beak, M- more ravenous than the rest. Mm-hmm. Does he have a stone in his head too? No. Whoa, he has Whoa. three. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know they could have more than one. That's cool. They're yeah. different colors. Yeah. So. His three are different colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ving's learning this now. Wow. Now. All right, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you can feel like fear and reverence mm-hmm. in your thunderbird as it's just like all right this is big daddy <laughs> i don't know what to do i want to go save my friends but this is the big boy what do you do what i'm thinking is the amount of power can't come from the bird mm-hmm. and it needs to come from the king we need to convince the king to help us out all right so problem numero uno how are you getting up the tower is it crazy to turn in, try and turn into a Thunderbird? No. Yeah. That's no. sick. This is the time. <laughs> the time has come. Okay, Ving's going to try and turn into a Thunderbird. Wow. And walk into the court of the King of Thunderbirds. Ooh, baby. Nine. Okay. Can I aid? Yes. I, I'm still blossomed. Yeah. I'm like really close to the spirit world right now. Good point. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to aid you. What's the aid? I just hold your hand and I let the spirit like flow through you. Oh, so lame. Could have been so cool. Six plus bond. What is that? Uh, I can't see. Tuck. (laughs) (laughs) Can you aid Billy from the, from hell? I, yeah, it cuts away to me for a second and I'm just like, Bay, they're doing something cool up there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So one hold. One hold. That's fine. Billy still fails. Mark a point of experience. Yeah. Okay. I can't forget. Yeah. Oh, Billy's shaking it off. Yeah, you see, you see this massive thunderbird in front of you now, and you go, "Oh, a bird!" Yeah, like you have. There's no conception for a few moments that that's Ving, a pretty bird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. And up into the air, he's got silver talons. 
Yeah, oh, what does Ving look like as a Thunderbird? His, uh, uh, his hair uh, goes into this beautiful gray collar of feathers. His wings are jet black. Wow. With a streak of white feathers in the middle of them. Uh, his tail is multi-flapped with um, a big red streak going from the tip of his beak all the way down the back of his head. Oh, cool. Oh. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, because he has those silver gauntlets on, he's got big silver talons. And uh, he's got the gills, of course. Always has the gills. Gills of a chair. Do you have the amethyst? Amethyst in the forehead. Am- sorry, amethyst. That's his forehead. gem. That's the, that's the, the amethyst gem. floats up. That's oh, so cool. Sick. The gem is the amethyst. Thank and, you. And inside the amethyst yeah. is a small crystal cabinet with a little blue Fuck. ball of this moss. Is Yeah, you guys went through all of that for a moss you haven't even referenced. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you take to the skies. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Uh, and you alight at the top of the eye of the storm. An absolutely massive roost sits at the very top, made of vessels new and old, a jumble of woodwork you see in one spot the wooden visage of a dragon jutting from a pile of sharpened stakes. You see the prow of a mighty warship. And on top of that warship prow sits Shipbreaker, the king of the Thunderbirds. Wow. Fucking cool name. Wow. (laughs) I've been thinking about Shipbreaker for three fucking years. (laughs) Sorry, cut that. I'm just so glad. John flexed both of his biceps. If they were any bigger, it would have technically been toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I'm glad you guys like the name Shipbreaker. Uh, Yeah, so the king of the Thunderbirds stands before you. He bows low with his wings. Uh... Uh, I mean, it decides. You're trying to mimic the bow that your Thunderbird is doing, and um, what does the King of the Thunderbirds sound like? Thunder. Why come you here? I come representing the world, the world outside of your great kingdom, the the world, the land beyond the Sea of Graves is in trouble and threatened. But what lies beneath your your kingdom. You take our shape. You have not earned it. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no. You just no. weren't there to see it. No, no you haven't. <laughs> and you can see his eyes like widen. And his he, head cocks. His he eyes. turns his head. His huge eye looks right at you. And um, I think your Thunderbird steps forward. A little bit as mm-hmm. the bird is like, how dare you speak back to me? Your bird steps forward and says, my leash. He does walk the land, but he is pure of heart. He takes this form not as an insult, but as a bridge between our peoples. Please, if this is any befouling of our ways, place the blame on me, not on him. And you hear like thunder roll. Like, very well. Oh, this is such a good opportunity for the shipbreaker to be like, I will allow it. But if anything happens, 
It is on your head, Cloud Piercer. Oh! oh! Yes. Or a cool name. That is a cool name. And Cloud Piercer nods his head and steps back next to you. Thank you. Thank you. We cut back to Billy and Chimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Billy is blooming even more. Mm-hmm. And Chimes is just sitting on a beam. Uh, Billy's very quiet. How are you feeling, kid? I, I feel so far away. What, what do you mean? I mean, you see me. I do. This is my form, I guess. This would be what I w- would have been if I had stayed in the spirit world. I think so. Or a shadow of it, at least. Is this not what you want to be? No. No, I want to live. Um, and I don't want to forget. I'm just trying not to. What do you want to remember? Who do you want to remember? I want to remember Tuck. Yeah. I want to remember Ving. What about them do you want to remember? Their friendship and family. What about them has made you stay with them for so long? You could have been anywhere. You could have done anything. And you stayed with them. I've done everything. I don't need any more. And Chimes leans forward from where he's sitting on the beam. Mm -hmm. Like leans way forward. Like he's at a camp, like a beach bonfire. And he taps you on the chest. And he says, let that anchor you. Right. You don't have to go. I don't want to go. There's power in you. Mm-hmm. You know it. You feel it. Yeah. You're just going to let this slip away? I just don't know. The child is so small. And it's hard for him. <sighs> but you've made it easier over the years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to change. Mm-hmm. Fairies and body change, sure. They embody the turning of the seasons. I know. I know about myself. Because right now, like... This is just Jessica yeah. talking. Because right now, Billy is like very clear about the the fae. What he is. Yeah, yeah. And the nature of that. And he's starting to see like his body as separate from him. Mm-hmm. So he's just trying to keep them together. No, like you saying it's hard for him. Yeah. Fucking bang on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I've met fae before. You got strength. You want to stay? Stay. But make that decision. I am. I am. It's just, it's just, there's so much here and it's been so long since I've come into contact with this. <sighs> okay. I just, I hope he's quick. Ving, Ving. I hope Ving is quick. Can you, Chimes, can you hold me? Of course. Okay. And he gathers you up and are you just like leaning against him? Mm-hmm. And can you help me with my memory? Anytime. Okay. And he reaches up and he touches the side of your head. Mm-hmm. And you remember a time with Tuck and Ving that you felt safe and happy. What, yeah. what is that memory? Um, I remember the spa day at the <laughs> Emerald Hotel. <laughs> and I pulled the cucumbers off my eyes and I was like. <laughs> but also people were naked. So I was like, oh, they wouldn't want me to see that. <laughs> But pulling that off, you see like Tuck playing uh, yeah. that game with the people in the chicken pool. fight. Yeah. Chicken fight with what was that guy's name? That I'm your dad, Ron. It was Ron. Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck is fighting Ron in the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And what was Ving doing during the spa day? Because I want to, I want Billy to be able to like throw to Ving to see to get a memory of him as well. Thought, was he there? What yeah, he you were getting a facial. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And I, so I remember seeing you laying there, like telling all your life stories to the <laughs> and bragging about my friend. That's yes. my friend over there. That's my friend over there. Yeah. That's my that's my my good buddy kid. Yeah. And he hear he hears Ron go, "I'm your dad." <laughs> and you see Tuck laughing so hard and as then, Ron screaming, "I'm your dad." And then Billy laughs so hard yeah. and says, "You're my dad." <laughs> but he's thinking of Tuck. Yeah. And you open your eyes uh-huh. and you see rose petals falling in front of you. Yeah. Onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. hair's going back to normal. Well, it's like shed. It's like growing and shedding. Like it comes and goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cut to Tuck, I guess. Yeah. What's Ugh. Tuck doing? He's <laughs> just waiting. He's walking down the stairs. Yeah, but is like, is it the sort of thing where Tuck's like, okay, the signal is the ceiling explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so until really that like- happens, I guess I'm just killing time. I guess he he's well, he's walking down the stairs and he's like, all right, I got the armor, I got this knife. Got the bill hook, which is the most important thing. And he's starting to see a light mm-hmm. uh, from down below. It's still pretty far, but he's starting to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're starting to hear like... And uh, he, yeah, he's like, all right, the signal we agreed upon is ceiling explodes. <laughs> and then I'll jump down. But he wants to kind of know what he's getting into. And at that moment, he's like looking down. He's like, what the fuck am i getting into and he like makes billy's binocular hands and he like because he held it for a second yeah last episode and yeah. he like holds it up to his <gasps> eyes to try and get a better view of what's going on down there i love that yes 2d6 cool. plus wisdom discern realities discern realities and i think it's only a thing he can do because he's so close yeah. to billy's like power yeah. source tuck's not magic anymore he's like the opposite of that yeah Plus what? Wisdom. Seven. Okay. Ooh, baby. Holy shit. Nice. (laughs) So you get one question. Only one. Uh, What is about to happen here? Uh, So what you see is a robed figure with a bald head, a ton of fucking frogs. It looks like the stone at the bottom of the tower has been molded up and then over and then down into a lantern. And there's a small yellow flame burning in it. And the robed figure is standing on top of what looks like a huge, like, plug, kind of. A plug? So the floor, there's a huge circle of a stone of a different color. Oh. And he's standing on top of it. It's a stone door, basically. And he's just looking at this thing. And he extends his hands every once in a while. And it looks like you can see his body tensing. And... Then he drops his hands and he like swears. You see his mouth move and he's basically just like, fuck. Yeah. And you hear him come up the chamber like after. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tuck laughs because Perel cursed. And then he also sees Perel take his giant hat with the giant feather in it and put it back on and go. <laughs> no, you know what? You don't. Whoa. Something that you do notice, even though even though your only question was what is about to happen, is his body language is all over the fucking place. Uh-huh. Like, you've hung out with Perel enough to know what he looks like when he moves around, and it is totally throwing you off. Mm-hmm. Um, but what... I mean, I'm sure you can put together what's happening. Mm-hmm. 
He is trying to open this seal. And he's trying to transmute it. And he can't. Okay. Not yet, but he just, he's not able to... Fuck with the wardstone plug. Well, and I mean, we've established that the lower you get in the tower... The more more it becomes a spirit realm. So he's having trouble accessing his magic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Tuck sees. Yeah. And he didn't understand that when he came down here because he didn't know what this place was. Uh And now he's like, son of a bitch. Like, I can't. Is that why all of his, like, more gulches are with him? Maybe. That's an interesting idea. That he's using them as, like, capacitors. Yeah. Like, he's using them oh, to amplify his power. Totally. Jesus. I just thought, too, if we send in a huge bolt of magic down there, if oh, it yeah. doesn't destroy him, it's going to make his power insane. He'll Man. become so powerful. God, it would be really great if Tuck could communicate that to you somehow. Yeah, and actually, Tuck is just, like, putting this all together in his head, and he's like... Oh, fuck. And he starts like running up the stairs a little. He did, he's I don't know that he is he's actually doing that like yeah. Oh shit. He's going up. Oh, shit. He's, going, down. he's going, going up and he's coming back down. He's like, "What the fuck am I going to do?" <laughs> he's and, trying to like do all the logic. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to logic it out and all he can think is the word think. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the word think 50 feet tall just in neon lights. What are those? Bing 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 blink bing 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 bing. So we cut to Ving on top of the tower, standing, uh, kneeling, b- bowing before Shipbreaker. What's uh, what's your next play here? So he agreed to help, right? He agreed to keep listening to you. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. What did Ving say last time that he that he he like his thr- his home and his throne is threatened? Yeah. But there there are forces here that that I'm afraid even. The great shipbreaker might not be able to contend with. Uh, roll, because that absolutely fucking goads him, saying like, "I don't know if you can deal with this shipbreaker." So two d six plus charisma. There you go. I got ten. Holy fucking shit! Yes, I got ten. And yeah, so shipbreaker like straightens himself up, stands even taller. As the lightning cracks, you see flocks of thunderbirds overhead in the clouds swirling above. And he says, I am the storm incarnate. You are the storm above all men. And a man is down there right now. I am the wind that has dashed a thousand ships against the cliffs. I am the bolt that has brought the cities of man low. You are the boom that brings the world to its knees. I am the gale that shakes the trees from the earth. I am Shipbreaker. And his wings open wide. And uh, there's a huge crack of thunder as the bolts crackle through the air. It says, I will do this, but not for you. For me. Like, what do you... So he's he's asking, like, what do you want? I need you to bring everything you have down on the top of this pillar. Upon my home. Upon your home. Upon my throne. Upon your throne. The wind has no throne. There will be many more ships to build many more thrones. Your destruction is endless. And he's getting like psyched on this now. As, t- as, as imperious as he's trying to be, he's like, yes, destruction unbounded. And he brings his wings wide and pounds them down. And the wind just buffets you. And you get the idea. Maybe it's time to like... Uh, move. Like, get the fuck out? Like, get the fuck off the top of this tower. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
Oh, they shall call you Thronebreaker! Oh my god, that's so cool. Uh, so, you fly away, I assume? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I dip off the edge. Yeah. The winds pick up. The vortex at the top of the tower starts to spin faster and faster. The lightning is cracking. The thunder is rolling. And we cut back to Chimes and Billy. The storm has started to... Like, you were hearing crazy, like, mm-hmm. uh, bird shrieks and, like, thunder cracks. Oh, man. I guess they're going to be here soon. Yeah, and Chimes looks up and he says, I hope I hope those are good sounds. Mm-mm. Yeah, it feels weird. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna get? Are you good? Can you get through this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I will be fine in some way. And he chimes like hefts up the axe and goes, "I guess we didn't uh, need this." What? I have a feeling that's gonna take care of what this was gonna take care well, of. That's true. I'll hold on to this though, unless we should bring it back to him. Oh yeah, no, we'll give it back to him when it's safe. No, we'll give it back to him now. Chimes is like, I told Tuck I was gonna keep you safe. I aim to keep my promise. I'm not a child. I can do what I want. And I I want to grab the axe. Yeah. Honest, honestly, I'm going to let you do it. He's surprised. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you could roll Defy Danger Dexterity. Sure. 2d6 plus Dexterity. This is cool, man. Oh, my God. Wow. 12. Fuck. 12. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. I'll be fine. So Chimes is like, you know, <laughs> you know when a kid really starts kicking uh-huh. in your arms and you're like, what the fuck? What do I do? I don't want to hurt him. Just remember for me. And you, you, what, you hit the wood and you start running into the tower? Yeah, down the stairs. With and, the axe. With yeah, the with axe. the axe. And for some, and I think it's like my spirit energy. I can carry it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's light for me. Mm-hmm. And Chime starts running after you. Uh, and we cut back to Tuck. You hear thunder rumbling. Through the this is no 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 no. this This is is a perfect character choice this is genuinely my reaction (laughs) as your character's dad i if i knew what just happened i would be fucking furious (laughs) yeah billy jumps into danger without a plan yeah he's chaotic and now this close to the spirit world he's more chaotic than ever yeah so you feel thun- thunder rumbling. I was like doing the run up, run down thing, and I can feel static charge start to build up in the air. Like I hear the boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom of the thunder that is like the precursor to the big one that's coming. Yeah. And I like kind of just like look around me and there's sparks of static energy starting to like come off the like bead in my beard mm-hmm. and like zap to the pillar. And I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking out of time. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I can incapacitate Dark Perel, like knock him the fuck out. <laughs> oh, just one punch him? Yeah, just like if I can surprise him, maybe he won't be conscious to <laughs> open the prison. Yeah. This is what he's logicked out in his panic. <laughs> yeah. Tuck jumps. Hot damn. Oh my god. Uh, okay, and as your feet leave the platform, yeah. the ceiling caves in. Yeah. A uh, roll defy danger constitution? Because it's yeah. just like, Stock I hope this. Crushed? Yeah, I yeah. hope this doesn't fucking kill me. Yeah. Okay. When I jump, I want to tap into my Herculean appetites. Oh. Whoa. Which I've never done before, but oh. it says. While pursuing one of your appetites, if you would roll for a move, instead of rolling 2d6, roll 1d6 and 1d8. 
and my appetites are for friendship and acceptance and revenge oh. against the piss monster. Oh, cool. <laughs> I just got, ultimate. I, I just got goosebumps and I felt tears well in my eyes. Yeah. This is just such an amazing confluence of story <sighs> and mechanic. You've literally <laughs> not used this move in like two and a half years. Okay. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> you better fucking allow it. Yeah. One, 1d6 and 1d8. And if the d6 is higher than the d8, you go too far. Plus constitution. Oh, fucking shit. Oh. 13. D8 is 8. D6 is 2. I have a 3 constitution. 13. Holy shit. Huge. Yeah! Oh, my God. Okay. Your feet leave the platform. You think of all of your friends above you. Literally the two people you care about most in the world. Mm -hmm. And somehow all three of you have found yourselves at this confluence of history and mythology and magic at what could potentially mean the breaking of the world. And you think, no fucking way. Yeah. (laughs) And your feet leave this platform as you fall. Slow-mo. 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 Jump out. Like... Doves yeah. appear above you. <laughs> <laughs> Arms and legs like splayed out, yeah. jumping like a skydiver. Uh, mm-hmm. With yeah. amethyst bill hook in one hand and the bracer on the other. Yeah. And the ceiling caves in above you. Yeah. You're falling. The rocks are falling. Yeah. And you land on a pile of opponents. And then the ceiling falls in on top of you. And your vision goes dark for a moment. And we're going to cut back to Billy and Chimes. Mm -hmm. Billy's running down the tunnel. Chimes is running after you. And you just get to the mouth of the tunnel Mm -hmm. as the ceiling caves in. There's a huge boom and there's tons of rock coming down at you. What do you do? Um, Can I do the thing? Can I leave my body? Uh, Yeah, you could certainly. Would that be useful? I just feel like if Billy like goes on like the s- side of the spirit, it might create an imbalance of spirit energy, mm-hmm. overpower the magic. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Billy's walking a fucking f- knife edge right now. Yeah, like Billy could lose himself forever. Yeah, with this kind of move. Yeah. So what does this look like? I like take a look at chimes and then I just jump off. But it's like Billy stands there, but my spirit leaves me wow and it's just i don't know if chimes can see but it's like the shadow of a boy falling so it's like peter pan's yeah. shadow yeah. leaving his body i like the idea that all the as you jump in the spirit the shadow leaves billy's body all the flower petals fall yeah. from the billy body oh, yeah they yeah. do and and they're float like slowly like with all yeah. this chaos and then it's just like soft and, rose petals yeah. fluttering behind the and shadow. then billy's body just falls and it's he's asleep and the axe goes with the shadow of the axe goes with Billy, and that the, the real axe stays up top. The real axe stays, but the lights are out. Oh fuck! Cool. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you you leave the body with the shadow of the axe, and chimes runs up to the edge and skids to a halt, uh-huh. and yells Billy, and looks down at the shadow as it falls. Yeah. And then he looks at the kid. And you don't see what happens because the camera cuts no. away. <laughs> um, 
Ving, what's Ving doing? A massive column of bright blue electricity has just pulverized the top of the tower. You feel your ears as a thunderbird, like do something when you hear the thunder crack, so you're not deafened permanently. And he can see when the because he has this um, light sight. Mm-hmm. He oh, can yeah. see as the lightning it illuminates the entire column. Whoa! And he's given vision of the the shadow of Billy. Oh yeah! And he sees him leave his his boy body. And it scares him, and he knows that Billy has gone into his spiritual form. And as the Thronebreaker releases the storm from the funnel, as it, as it builds and builds and builds and releases it, Ving jumps in front of the bolt Oh! as the Thunderbird. And as a Thunderbird is the mix between magic and the spirit world, and the bolt being concentrated magic, and uh, Ving being the spirit walker becomes the front, the 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 leading edge of the lightning bolt. Wow! Ving is functionally taking the shape of the storm. So is this what is it called? World is- talker? I guess so. Yeah, because you can take the shape of elements. Yeah. Yeah, this is a move for sure. You're spending your hold as the Thunderbird to get there. To get that to fly as fast as you can, to fly as like a bolt. Yeah. yeah. And not be annihilated by a bolt of lightning. And now you're shape changing again. You're going from one shape right to the next. And he's in between. The, he's being a, a spirited buffer to the front of this Whoa. magical bolt. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So you're kind of trying to like create a shield. To keep the magical energy from funneling into Perel and supercharging him. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, that's what it would do. Mm-hmm. If he got hit by a bolt of pure magic, holy shit. Oh, like, just... o- Sorry, like I almost imagine you like, controlling the lightning. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. it was slowing down. Like we were talking about Flash. Yeah. Like it's so slowed down. You don't see a yeah, whole lot of other things. Like drive through like all of his army, basically. Yeah. That's yeah. some hold that you could spend, certainly. That's so good. <laughs> Fuck, this has to work. Please. Krakow. Eight. Oh. Woof. Okay. <laughs> that could have been really bad. <laughs> okay. So partial success. You get one hold. So that has happened. You feel your spirit meld with the spirit of the storm. You feel yourself like lash to the bolt of lightning as you did with the sea at the storm of graves a couple days ago (laughs) oh my god less than one week ago it's been about a week it's been about seven days when as before you were at the mercy of the storm the storm now feels to be at the mercy of you you have one hold you can use it for one thing and then you're ving again or you can roll a bunch of stuff and stay in this like storm shape Uh, i'm gonna use my strength as a, I was a lightning man. 2d6 plus strength. Oh, God. So I want to land down there and just uh, bounce off all the bullywogs. Sure thing. Are they all wearing metal helmets? Uh Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah, it's all tinfoil. They point straight up. <laughs> <laughs> this should re- be fucking easy. Bunch, holding up a bunch of umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. And when you strike them, all the umbrellas burned away and they are all crispy. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, Plus man, strength. nine. Holy oh. shit. I can aid. Billy is a spirit. Yeah. I feel I feel the spirit of lightning uh, gathering its energy. Oh. What? Oh, I just got clumped a little bit of, of Ving at the front of this bolt, like coming down the thing and yeah. looking at Billy for the first time as his true self. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to have to describe what Billy looks like in the spirit world. Billy just looks the way that he sees himself. He's got his copper hair. Um, he he's exactly the way that Ving and Tuck see him. Oh, like maybe his spirit has changed. Yeah. Oh, and then when Ving sees him, he says, "It's that that's that you're the Billy, you're yeah. the Billy boy." Yeah, mm. but he's cleaner. Oh, he's so clean. <laughs> he's clean. Oh my god. But no, actually, no. Wait, no, he's not, because he's a spring fay. And that's a child and children are dirty and they play muddy. in the dirt. Yeah. So he's like muddy and his cheeks are rosy from play. Um, and he's got like leaves in his hair and l- grass stains and stuff like that on his knees. That's beautiful. Yeah. So 2d6 plus bond. Oh, thank Christ. Seven. <laughs> oh, oh so what I do is actually like I see lightning and I and sort of like as if I was catching butterflies, I use the axe to guide the lightning and oh. I run through Fuck. all of the bullywugs and all the shadows and I slash away at them. Toss it's like playing catch yeah. with throwing lightning. Like, yeah. like yeah. playing back yeah. and forth. And Billy's laughing as he does this. Oh, oh no these bollywogs are just <laughs> Yeah. That that was so many incredible roles and incredible ideas that all coalesced and worked. Yeah. I don't want it to be robbed of its weight by a fucking one on a D eight. I think it's a massive bolt of lightning. I think the bullywugs are dealt with. That would be how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. They're cool. Little stupid ass frogs. Yeah. There are there will be other threats that you were unable to deal with in that way, but they've been annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. Billy just sees like one darker shadow like shifting and like jerking around. You actually see two. We cut to Tuck. Uh <laughs> What? I love when Jessica makes that sound. <laughs> um, we cut to Tuck. Tuck, you jumped. You leapt into the air. There was a massive explosion. You hit a pile of assailants. Yeah, I actually aimed for Perel. Oh. oh yeah. uh, and as I, what, right before I hit him, I was like, what's up, nerd? <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. All those amazing like, narrative choices. This is still Spelllord. And then you, you heard it for your first listeners. Fuck all this. <laughs> but you hit the ground. You actually don't hit Perel. You tried to. You thought you did. Oh. But you didn't. Fuck. Um, and you hit the ground, and then the rocks come tumbling down. Mm-hmm. You survive it somehow. Yes. Your, your vision goes dark, and just as you're starting to come to, there's a huge thunder crack. Mm-hmm. And you feel like that static charge ignite around you. Mm-hmm. You feel some of the bullywugs that you landed on like fucking liquefy underneath you, uh-huh. it, and it smells <laughs> awful. And you come too, and you're covered in rocks. I toss the rocks off of me. Yeah, this isn't. That's not a problem for and, you. And I look around for Perel. Where the fuck is this loser? He's right in front of you. And this isn't a huge chamber, and Perel is standing, say, ten, twelve feet away, uh-huh. and he has his hand above his head. And whereas you are pushing off huge like chunks of stone mm-hmm. all around Perel is a circle of sand yeah. and he's standing like unscathed uh-huh. in the middle of it with his hand in the air. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that he is distracted right now mm-hmm. 
and I'm gonna sucker punch him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I guess he's distracted. I, yeah, okay. Roll a hack and slash. Actually, can the What's Up nerd count as a war cry? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Totally. <sighs> What's your reservation? When you enter the battle with a show of force... I know what it is. <laughs> roll plus charisma on a 10 plus... But take two of the following list, and on a seven to nine, take one. Yes. Uh, and the show of force was that I jumped four hundred feet. <laughs> no, the show of force is you proving to this who whatever it is, whoever it is, that you literally don't care if you die. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, <laughs> in a fight, that's absolutely scary. War okay, crime, motherfuckers. Two d six plus charisma. It's seven. Okay. Uh, wow. You just fucking made it. I want to choose my allies are rallied and take a plus one forward. Sick. So the next roll that all of you do will get a plus one. Uh, okay, great. Yes. Can I try and sucker punch him now? 1d6 plus 1d8 plus your strength. D6 is three. D8 is two. Uh-oh. Uh, five plus strength is seven. Since the D6 is higher than the D8, that means that he goes too far. With Herculean appetite. Oh, sh- fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you're so... Like, this is this is like barbarian rage. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, no, I'm putting it all on the table now. Yeah. And I think you just don't think about what he might be able to do to you. Okay. And you... Yeah, roll your damage. Ten. Oh, fuck. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, I mean, this isn't going to be easy. Yeah. But that's a lot of damage. Yes. Yes. I'm... Literally pulling every possible mechanical advantage I could pull out of my character sheet. I've never looked at this character sheet so closely. Yeah, you're ever. actually reading it by yourself. <laughs> uh, okay, so what does this look like when you hit Perel? So I stand up, I toss the the rock off, mm-hmm. and I just... He's got his hand up in the air, yeah, like I, the Hamilton logo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I take a running jump at him, and I like I jump over the pile of sand that he's creating, and I come down hard with a punch, and I'm like, uh, hey. And he doesn't finish the thought because he couldn't think of a cool thing. He's too mad right now. <laughs> yeah. And you just fucking clock him. Yeah. You hit him really hard in his face in his face like it it connects right on that spot in the jaw where you're like that might come off (laughs) uh but it does not Uh and he stumbles so far to the side Uh uh-huh but the thing that after you hit him the feeling you get is that you just fucking nailed perel Uh but not whatever is inside him oh fuck there's still damage done i want to be clear Uh uh-huh but it's going to be really hard to truly hurt the thing that's inside him Uh uh-huh and he jolts to the side facing away from you in the like flickering yellow light of the torch that he created and uh he stumbles looks away and turns back to you looking at this like pile of rubble and sand and (laughs) bullywug sludge and turns to look at you and you just see crystal clear water pouring from his eyes. Oh. He says, I was wondering when you'd show up. What's up, piss bitch? <laughs> oh, I, first, I should have said piss bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I got there. I got, I got there eventually. I think we can all agree. <laughs> hey, I think we can all agree that's pretty I'm, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm referring to, I'm talking to the dead bully ones around us. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I think we can all agree that it, I got there eventually, and that was fine. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. 
I tow a, a pile of organs. Oh my good god. Roll a d10. Five. So, Perel, or whatever this is, laughs, kind of, when you say piss bitch, and oh, I should have said piss bitch and all that stuff, but it's such a derisive laugh that it gives you pause. Yeah. You're like, no, I should have just said piss bitch. I think we can all agree. And he laughs, and you go, hey, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Yeah. And... um. Only because of your natural defense and this bracer that you have with the wardstone inlay, you don't get the absolute full brunt of this and the presence of Billy and the presence of the spiritual confluence. Mm -hmm. But he throws out his hand and you feel your body start to change Uh, for uh. a second. And it hurts like a motherfucker. Uh. You take eight damage. And uh, Perel's body... like cracks its neck around and rolls its shoulders. Wow, what a Voldemort move. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And he's doing that, like, you know, he's swinging his arms back and forth, stretching something out, and he's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. And we're going to cut to Billy and Bing. Your spirits. What Um, do you do? I sense a man, like, apart from Bing. And I want to talk to him. To Perel? Yeah. Is that what the second shadow was? Was it Perel? That's what I thought. Yeah, and sitting on the ground in this chamber with like his arms around his knees is Perel. And he looks so ragged and so tired and weak, like sickly. Poor man. I approach him. He looks up very surprised. Billy? Who? The fairy looks confused and he's like, no, I'm, I'm the spring fairy. And I'm here to help you. I don't, I don't think you can help me. It's too late. But you're still here. <laughs> and he, he like gestures to himself. He's mm-hmm. like, barely. I think he, I think he's taken it all. I think he's taken it all, Billy. What brought you here? He looks behind you at the shadow says that. After the crash, you remember the crash, right? I do. I drifted for a long time, and uh, it found me, forced me out, brought me here. I'm sorry, I just want to clear something up. You're Billy, correct? I don't know. You look exactly like Billy. Well, I'm the spring fairy, but if I remind you of someone... Then let it be a comfort to you. Oh, uh, I was going to ask. Ving is in a spirit form as well, correct? Oh, yeah. Ving is here, too. <laughs> what does Ving look like in this spirit form as the storm? I think this, uh, the spirit form of lightning looks like the shipbreaker in lightning form. Oh. So just like a huge bird made of lightning? Mm-hmm. And he looks like, oh, all right. And he turns and sees Ving in the storm form. And goes, oh my, and sort of tumbles back a little bit and goes, Ving? How are you doing, old friend? Not well. Not well. How are you? Oh, um, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> feel a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a weird day. I mean, I look cool, but it's, you know, to be honest, it's, it's a little, I like, I like my Ving body. Yeah, yeah. I like my body too. 
and I think we'll cut back. We'll cut to Tuck. Uh, and yeah, Tuck, you just had a bunch of magic course through your body, and you can see Perel like ramping up for another attack. What do you do? Tuck is like he just got fucking nailed with magic mm-hmm. energy, and he is like he thinks he's gonna die. Like he's like they're up there. Like the magic came down. It killed everyone else, but this guy seems okay, so I think my plan f- fucked us. <laughs> right now, he's like, uh, I'm either going to save my friend, or I will die trying. Uh, so you're going to resist. You're going to have to resist whatever he's throwing at you first. So it'll be a defy danger, defy danger. what, constitution, maybe? Yes. Yeah, you could do it. Yes. The D6 is four, and the D8 is... Seven? Seven. Wowzer. Fucking shit. Constitution is three. So that's fourteen. Wowzers. Yeah. You haven't been using these appetites this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to put Somehow. that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Like it's maybe it's your anger, maybe it's your resolution to die protecting your friends. Mm-hmm. But you push through, you feel it start to take hold. And then it just sloughs off you. Okay. And you get right up in his fucking grill. Yeah. Roll. What are you doing? You're hitting him? I, I'm conflicted about hurting Perel's body. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to. So I try to distract him. Mm-hmm. So if there's any aspect of Perel in there, he can. He has the best chance. Oh, yeah. it's not worrying so much about pr- controlling the body. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to kill this fucking asshole. Yeah, I'm trying to make him as mad Ooh, as possible. Cool. I like <laughs> it. Okay. I'm do trying it. to fucking... Piss him off. <laughs> so what does that move? What are you waiting for? Oh. oh yes. yes. All right. Uh, 1d6 plus 1d8. Oh! Yeah. D8 is 8. D6 is 2. Constitution is 3. 13! Wow. Yeah. No wow. negative consequences. So what do you do? I guess I make fun of him for being a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> what insults can I insult this guy with? Like, like the piss monster? Oh, yeah. You'd be like... What are you, a little dick? Like, get your little water dingling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I no, I like that. So, Chuck is trying to fucking piss off, piss off the piss monster Come as drink. much as possible. And I and I go, hey, piss monster, here's a reminder for you from Tuck with love. And I unzip. No, I lift my flap. Unflip. And I take out my dick. And I am not discreet about it at all. He can see the full thing. But because he's been so exhausted, he's yeah. trying to, he's pushing as hard as he can to pee. And, and I, yeah, I really get into it. I do a strong stream. It goes out easily four feet, maybe five. Wow. Yeah. And I'm pissing all over the place. And I'm like, you like this? Remember this, buddy? I ate a lot of asparagus this morning. It, no, you didn't. <laughs> I can tell. I cannot smell it. It was uh, moss. Fine. Yeah. Fair. And pr- I imagine that... Okay, so it works, of course. You get his attention. Actually, it was Italian urban cheese bread. <laughs> it smells like Italian urban cheese. So it dribbles a bit on his shoes. Yes, there's the more piss jokes. <laughs> uh, I imagine that... I imagine that what the dark aspect is feeling a lot what I, of what I'm feeling right now. Which is not genuine, like, anger or f- not feeling insulted, just fucking annoyed. I, I also think that this is getting to him a little bit because Tuck did genuinely piss inside of him He doesn't once. care about that. I'll I tell did, you that much. I pissed inside of you one time. 
He does genuinely not care about it. You're that. pretending to not care about it. I can see, <laughs> but I can see also in, in your eyes that it bothers you. He, but he is fully paying attention to you. He's mm-hmm. just saying shit like "you clown," and he's <laughs> whipping his arm, and you can feel the air in front of his arm like transmute into like a denser form, uh-huh. and he's trying to just pound you into the ground. Yeah, it's throwing rubble aside. It's pounding stone into dust, uh-huh. and he's just like "you insect." Yeah. All of this work, all of this time, you think I'm going to be derailed by you? Yeah. Smash. But yeah. you're getting out of the way of all of this shit. Yeah, dodging, whipping and dodging, pissing the whole time. Whoa. The whole time. I'm literally exhausting. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm getting a lot on myself. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> a defense mechanism. Yeah. And uh, we'll cut back to Billy and Ving and Perel. Um, Perel, right? <laughs> That's your name? Yes, Billy. My name is Perel. You know, if you want to go back, we can help you. I I really appreciate the help, but I don't know if the situation warrants. And then he pauses and he, he stands up on his feet. Yeah. And he looks behind you. Yeah. And he goes, is Tuck here? <laughs> Who? Wait, Tuck. And I look up at Ving. Do I know him? You did. You do. You will again. Okay. I want to spend my hold uh, out of here. Ooh. I have an idea. <gasps> I have an idea too. No, Jessica, oh. tell me your idea. Anything. I was going to say like Ving and I would basically like go with, um, like hold on to Perel. Yeah. And like literally run back to his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And push, and like with that spirit energy, mm-hmm. would push out the piss monster. <laughs> and then you could transform back. Sweet. That sounds great. And Ving is made entirely of thomic energy right yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm magic. What if you spirified. spend your hold to infuse like Perel? Perel. Yeah. Perel, true Perel, mm-hmm. with as much magical energy as you can discharge it all into him and oh, billy wow. takes that spirit form tries to jam him back in yeah great that's a great idea okay those sounds like those sound like some rolls and a hold yeah so we're gonna um fire him as fast as we can basically Perel, take our hands okay and we're going to run together <laughs> he smiles to himself and goes okay that's what i know how to do <laughs> i know i remember <laughs> The two of you are running, yeah. and um, the 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 spirit lightning bird comes up behind mm-hmm. and um, takes a big swoop around. And as you guys are running mm-hmm. faster and faster, comes in and scoops you up, mm. lifts gently underneath, mm-hmm. <laughs> forward lightning bolt. Yeah, spirit forward towards this like towards dark shadow, the dark shadow, and trying to aim for the heart of the shadow. Wow! Yes. Yeah. Oh, so fucking sick. There's a red streak. Back with this lightning bird. And before um, Perel hits his body, I tell him, I want you to take this. Okay. I hand Perel the axe. You need to bring it with you to your world and use it there. Okay. I I don't know if this is going to work, Billy. It should. It's telling me it will. <laughs> and Billy, you here and Perel here is just a little faint like, oh, yeah, this is going to work, bro. <laughs> See? <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> As Perel is uh, pushed towards his form. Yeah. Don't be afraid. I'm your friend now, and I have your back. 
uh, and Perel's spirit thalmic form hits the dark shadow, and you, Fing, you coalesce back into the material plane. You feel yeah. that shift happening, and Billy, you see the shape start to resolve into mm-hmm. the shape of a man. Yeah, and he's a shadow again. Yeah. Tuck, you're dodging these like columns of transmuted air. You're pulling your feet out of uh, stone as it transmutes into mud. Yeah. Like he's really working at it. Yeah. Uh, and amazingly, and you're not getting hit. I'm laughing so <laughs> hard. Oh, that's, you hit it. Yeah. That's what pisses him off more than anything. Uh, and you are dodging out of the way of this air and the body stops for a second and you see its eyes snap up to you and the water stops pouring from them. And you hear Perel's voice uh-huh. in Perel's manner of speaking. Say, Tuck, catch. And he throws something towards you. And I instinctively reach out and catch it. And your hands close around solid shadow. Whoa. <laughs> this is way better than the frog shit. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and the water, as you say, he goes, uh, and the water starts pouring from his eyes again. And you hear in your head. Let's fuck him up, bro. <laughs> so can I use Shadow Axe to just fight the shadow aspect of Perel? Oh, I can't see why the fuck not. Okay, cool. I didn't even think about that. Okay. That's really tight. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not going to be... You're, it won't hurt his body. Yeah, it'll pass through him. But And it's the antithesis of mm. the magical energy. Guys, we're doing it. Yeah. All of the rules of our world make perfect sense, and they're beautiful we're in harmony. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it, Peter. <laughs> Hear that, JR Token? Eat my schnuts. <laughs> From hell. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Great. This is fucking cool as hell. Yeah. But he, uh, the water starts pouring from his eyes again, and he brings his arm up and brings down a column of transmuted air. What do you do? Uh, I dodge out of the way. All right. Defy danger dexterity. Fuck. Uh, the D8 is eight, and the Come D6 on. is three, giving me 11, plus dexterity is 11. <laughs> but it's just so it's so crazy to me that now you're seeing why herculean appetites are useful i will never use them again (laughs) useful doesn't have any use here yeah and yeah so this i don't know the meaning of the word (laughs) you feel the the lighter air being parted by this pillar of air Uh and you dodge out of the way as it turns a pile of rubble to dust some bullywug guts splash up yeah and you dodge right out of the way Oh, yeah. And Ving, you appear in the material plane. Yeah. I wanted to um, secure him and try and contain him somehow. Oh, Mm. sick. I was thinking of as he fires, because you came in with Perel, right? Yes. And as it happened, he used his hold. Mm-hmm. So he launches out the other side, comes out like 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 the body as a whole. <laughs> yeah, rolls, does a, a diving roll, uh, and then um, it comes up like with one knee bent and one leg yeah, out, and sliding, that, like, anime slide. <laughs> <laughs> so cool! And sliding towards the wall behind him and does like a little run up the wall. <laughs> Whoa! And then runs, sprints back towards him and dives at him and clasps around his waist as a ward stone man whoa whoa to lock him to try and keep him yeah wow to try and keep him down because we know that the only thing that can contain the piss monster is the ward stone right (laughs) yeah 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 roll the shapeshift okay fuck 2d6 plus wisdom whoa 10 
and there it is. Fuck yeah. Yes. So, like, it's as you're sprinting forward, your body is changing into Wardstone. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So cool. Graying from the front to the back. Yeah. And you hit him like a fucking truck. Boom. <laughs> And pin him down on the ground and keep him like almost like starfish around his ankles and his wrists. Cool, kind of like octopied around. <laughs> okay, him. he's made like a like a, a platform in his. Oh, I see. Him underneath, cool. yeah. like a what is it? Full Nelson or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, so we'll spend one of those hold to lock him down. Yeah. Okay. Tuck Ving literally appeared out of nowhere and then ping ponged off a wall, <laughs> turned into a stone man, and then spear tackled the wizard that you were fighting and said, "Tuck him up." <laughs> and so he tucks his dick back into his loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> you did learn something from that episode of RuPaul we watched. Was it? Forget it. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you've got a hack and slash opportunity. Yeah, he takes the spirit axe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, hey, piss monster, this is for killing my fucking friend. And he does a running jump. Same thing. He's going to bring the spirit axe down across possessed Perel's chest. All right. Roll a hack and slash plus strength. D8 is five and the D6 is five. You lucky fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 10. Wow. Yeah. Plus your strength. Uh, is 12. Nice. So sick. Roll your damage. So six. You bring the axe down across his chest, and the whole body, Ving, you feel the body, like, convulse under the strike, even though there's no physical damage, and a gout of crystal clear water just jets out of his mouth, mm-hmm. and he's, it's coming out of his eyes and his mouth now, mm-hmm. and uh, the body's struggling. It's not dead. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. You haven't killed that thing yet, but okay. it is hurting. But it can't get out of the wardstone because underneath it's just a man's body. I, I think you can hit him again. Like that's the thing is he's kind of shackled. But we'll cut to Billy in the spirit world. Um, Billy is just holding on to the shadow of Perel, I guess. Yeah. Because he said he would stay by his side. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Oh, yeah. you know what? What? I think you're you're helping. You're like I. I want to help these people. Mm-hmm. I think they seem cool. They seem really nice. Mm-hmm. And you hear, Billy! Billy! And <laughs> <laughs> up above, like, you don't see the stairs. You yeah. just see the aspect of an old man covered in tattoos with well, a just long... just a shadow. Or no, not. Oh. you see the full aspect of an old man with a big gray beard oh, okay. and tattoos, shirtless, oh. huffing and puffing. <laughs> You're gonna make me run all the way to goddamn yeah. down the stairs, aren't you? Down in like a spiral, in a spiral pattern, and just gets in front of you like, <sighs> I can't believe you ran a. I haven't run in 700 years. It's <laughs> a really long time. You should probably practice. <laughs> Not a lot of opportunities to run on the sea. What are you doing? I'm helping this man. Oh. Oh. Good looking out. Chimes kneels on the other side of the spirit of Perel and is helping protect him and uh, says, do you remember who I am? No. Well, don't worry. I remember for you. Thank you, I guess. And he reaches out Uh and he touches your hand and you're just flooded back with the memories of being Billy. Whoa. (laughs) 
Gravy, gravy, bear's been oh gravy God. farts, poop. Yeah, the bear in the chair, out eating a bear. The bear is sad. <laughs> and then, Wicker. Yeah, you're flooded with all these uh, these feelings of pleasure. Yeah. Like the things that you like to do, and then it's just like, tuck, ving, tuck, 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 ving, 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 tuck, 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 ving, ving, ving. Yeah. Oh, and I, I'm... And every once I, in a while, Perel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I let go for a second, I'm like... I got it. No, my friends. And so I hold I hold on to Perel and I'm just like, this will help them. This will help them. Damn right it will, kid. And he holds he's he's holding down Perel on the other side. Yeah. And we cut back to the material plane. And I uh yeah. And I the like, body's just like bucking. So I'm gonna roll a hack and slash against him, but I'm gonna roll two D sixes because he doesn't feel an impetus towards revenge yeah. anymore. He just breathes out and feels all that tension leave him. Yeah. Two D six plus strength. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> there we are. Wow, revenge tuck is a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, okay, so that's a seven. Again, it doesn't affect this current situation, uh-huh. but something somewhere is happening. Okay. Roll your damage. Four plus two is six. Describe how you kill it. <gasps> I think I walk up to him and I'm just like, "Hey, he's." crazy eyed the water's pouring from his eyes mouth nose ears he sees the people in this room he sees the people in the spirited realm yeah he He sees sees everyone all together bringing them down united he thought that he got you when he killed ving he thought that that was it he knew what you were and he could take you down and now you've all come back across time and fucking space to get your revenge and i i lean down to him like the final scene of a knight's tale (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah everybody's head leans into frame you have been weighed and you, you have, have been, been measured, measured and you have been found, found wanting no we're absolutely not fucking nerds uh <laughs> nice tales my favorite movie um so i lean over him knight's tale style mm-hmm. and i go i pay homage to the killer in dark of night they are the blight who prune the broken bush of man whoa that's Awesome. Cut to chimes kneeling next to Perel's spirit. He tilts his head to the side and goes, "Yeah, people don't usually pray." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's it's no, it's it's thematically appropriate though. It's a big moment. Cut back to Tuck, and he brings the axe up and over and slices through Perel's neck. It's shadow axe, so he doesn't mm. actually kill Perel. <laughs> Just yeah. so everyone's clear, we didn't kill Perel. <laughs> uh, and. Yeah, as you bring the shadow axe through, you feel the resistance of whatever's inside, and then water just bubbles up out of his mouth. It's like he's choking for a second, and it pours down the sides of his face and pools under his head, and is totally still. And then Perel goes, <coughs> Jesus! <coughs> Fucking spat in my mouth, dude! I'm eating <coughs> right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> You get a but you get a bunch of water in your face. What the fuck? Thankfully, it's no not no longer magically sentient. That could have been bad, huh? Uh, Puked in my mouth. <laughs> I have not. My body has not breathed in weeks. Ving, let me go. Ving, let me go. It's you. Show me. Prove oh, to me. Yeah. It's you. I can test him. What's the coolest kind of hat? <laughs> I. Do not want to say. Tell us what you think. You, you are going to make fun of me. Tell us what you think the coolest kind of hat is. It's the long floppy ones with the one side pinned up and a big flower on the top of it. 
<laughs> feather, feather, a feather. Ving flower. You them. said flower, you loser. Okay, look, when I was young, flowers were the fashion. <laughs> now let me go. He fl- flings him up onto his feet. And he very unceremoniously just gets to his feet and then falls right on his face. <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, oh, you know, blood hasn't moved these muscles for a while. It was water. Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> and he like jolts up. Where's Billy? Billy's in the spirit world. He's safe. He's with Chimes. Who? What? Tuck is getting this information for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cut to the spirit world. Chimes is like getting up, dusting his hands yeah. off. There's no, there's like dust spirits going like, okay, bye. <laughs> uh, this is what we do. Yeah. We're just here to make people feel like they completed something. <laughs> Billy's just plucking at some grass. Yeah. Hey. What? You did a good job, kid. Oh, thank you. You want to go home? I am home. Do you want a body again? Yeah, I remember that gravy. And he like and no- I can't get here. <laughs> and he nods upwards. Let's go get you something to eat. Okay. <laughs> and he takes your hand and starts walking you up the stairs. Oh, can you carry me? <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs both your wrists and hefts you over his shoulder yeah. like a sack. Let's go. What are you guys doing? Perel is like, we gotta get out of here. Tuck has already started running up the stairs to try and find <laughs> uh, Chimes and Billy, just to be like, "What the fuck? Where's my kid? <laughs> um, he's not supposed to be down here." It's and he's like stuck. He's uh, Perel's limping up behind you. It's that thing where you sit on the toilet for too long and your elbows are on your knees and then your legs are asleep. Yeah, and so he's just like waddling back and forth. Things like, helping him up the yeah. stairs. Uh, thank you, thing. Thank you. I think he's okay. Uh, he seemed. I'm very capable. Gone. I'm gone. <laughs> and so he's talking to Ving. Billy seemed very capable in the spirit world. Tuck is is very protective of him. Oh no, I'm aware. A little too protective, maybe. Mm. He might need to let go a little bit. You know, when I first met you fucking clowns, I thought that this, like, codependency was a weakness that I could, frankly, at some point exploit. <laughs> but now I see it is an unquestionable strength. Can you carry me? <laughs> <laughs> You are such an asshole. <laughs> Hop on. <laughs> and we cut to Tuck. He's getting to the top of the stairs, but it's that thing where a kid is running up a stairs too fast and he trips the last <laughs> bit. <laughs> Face plant slides a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Billy, Billy. And he find his body. Yeah. Bo- Billy's oh. body is just laying like kind of like crumpled on his side. And I put the axe. Is the axe there too? Uh, shadow, yeah, shadow, yeah, yeah. Terry, Larry, and Chad. Yeah, yeah. I put the shadow axe like into the actual axe. Sinks right in. And I, I pick up Billy and I start flopping him around. I'm like, "Come on, buddy, get back! Don't Come shake on, the buddy. baby." He's just flopping. <laughs> and I take some Italian herb and cheese bread that I saved and I crack it in front of his nose like one of those salt things, <laughs> like one of those salad smelling salts. And I'm like, "Come on, buddy, come back for the Italian herb and cheese from Subway. We're sponsored by Subway now." He doesn't do anything. And Chimes is walking with Billy over his shoulder, yeah. huffing and puffing. Like, I can't believe I get short of breath in the spirit world. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Billy, never get old. I I won't. I'm a spring baby. <laughs> and eventually you do get to the top of the stairs. Yeah. You see your friends. You see Tuck shaking the shit out of you. 
Is that what's the big one? Is that Tuck? You betcha. Oh, and I assume that's me. You betcha. Should probably get back in there. Yeah, let's let's get you settled. Okay. And you see, um, like on top of the pile of rubble that you've all ignored in trying to shake Billy's body awake, the reclined form of Chimes with his like arms crossed and mm-hmm. his legs crossed and his eyes closed and his eyeball tattoos. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, Billy, you get settled back into your body. Chimes uh, picks you up under your armpits. Oh. And settles you back into your body. Thank you. And I wake up to violent shaking. <laughs> and I've got a piece of bread in his mouth. <laughs> get it, come on, I'm trying to get him to chew it. And easy, Stop easy. It. Vin comes up and puts oh a hand on your God. shoulder. Both to your shoulder. Ugh. <coughs> <coughs> oh, God, just leave me alone. Put me down. <laughs> Drop. Ugh. <laughs> and yeah, behind you, you hear. <coughs> and. <laughs> as chime stands up and is slapping his legs and chest and arms and Perel and ving make it to the top of the stairs and the rain is pouring in from the ceiling uh ooh, or the rain has stopped the rain has stopped has stopped we go outside it is a beautiful inky black night Brilliant stars shining in the sky. The full moon shining above and just around it, the coronet. The full moon? Because mm-hmm. there is also a, a oh, regular. There's right. two moons, yeah. You're right. And the, and the coronet has basically crowned the moon mm. as, you, as you see it from where you're standing. Billy turns the chimes. Um, thank you for taking care of me. Anytime, little guy. Is that Lillian up there? Or is that Rian? He just looks up at the two moons. And you can see the tears welling in his eyes. And he says, I'll tell you later. And I guess that's where we're going to end it. This has been Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. With me, as always, playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. See you later. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Thanks a lot, guys. And playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdul Aziz. Goodbye. Thank you to Aaron Reed for our amazing intro and outro music. Thank you, as always, to our incredible supporters around the world. Uh, whether you support us through Patreon, uh, support us through listening, or support us telling your friends, we're so glad to have you this is my favorite thing to do in the whole world and i'm really glad that we've gotten to share it with you for uh low these many years and hopefully uh spout lore 2045 <laughs> uh, in the far future we'll all be old by then <laughs> i'm feeling very sentimental right now but thank you for joining us we'll see you next time In days of old, when tales were told of a maiden fair and true, of one whose heart, when wandering, it moved from me to you. One night she sat atop the wall between the lands of here and Fay, but Gibbous Man had hatched a plan to steal her heart away. 
A key, a candle, and a flame used to play the role. Then bars of iron, stone, and sun did close around her soul. Her heart was trapped, her spirit chained by one who could not love. And so began the paling of the nighttime sun above. Gibbous man forgot her there, for fickle is his way. Unable to go wandering, she began to fade away. And with the waning of her light, the land began to howl. For in the waxing shade of night, the dark was free to prowl. Wind and water, salt and stone, the maiden's heart was far from home. Wind and water, salt and stone, the maiden's heart was far from home. A simple man without a plan looked up and saw the plight of a fading moon and the growing gloom that overtook the night. A thief by trade, he stole a skiff and set upon the way. To find the cage of the waxing maid in an ocean full of graves. For a thousand days he sailed the waves to the border of the fade, where land and sea and sorrow meet, and the maiden was betrayed. The gibbous man was waiting there in the waning light of night. He told the Quite peaceably, he could not win this fight. The gibbous man, he had forgot the thief's weapon is his tongue. For the thief had traded with the sea, bone, and blood, and lung. To air he gave his breath, for wind to whip the waves. To stone he gave his bones, to strengthen all the graves. To water he gave blood to make the currents flow, and in the breaking of himself he felt his power grow. The sea was he, and he the sea, it was the trade he made, and in the giving of himself he learned to save the maid. Wind and water, salt and stone, the maiden's heart is coming home. 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 The maiden's heart is coming home.